We are back for another episode of Too Many Men. Tony Pickenich, Zach Riley, Tyler Dyes, Eric Johnson here on a Tuesday. Um, we've had a ton of moves in the National Football League because while the league year hasn't officially started yet, that starts tomorrow, I believe, at noon, uh, the legal tampering period, thus it's nicknamed, opened on Sunday. So here we go. Or was it yesterday? Regardless, there have been moves. Um, let's start off with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They get a quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky, heading to Pittsburgh on a two-year contract. Uh, does anybody know what that's worth? It's, it's around seventeen, right? Uh, so, uh two-year seventeen mil. He's the MVP. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's kind of a similar thing the New York Giants did with Tyrod Taylor. Uh, in mostly incentives based, you can work up to the incentives based on how many games you play, what your numbers are. And that keeps you here this year when you have still making decisions at quarterback, you know, they have Mason Rudolph, the giants, Daniel Jones, and then it, it transitions you into next year. If you want to bring in another quarterback, he doesn't have to start the season right away. You have Taylor there who can shoulder some of the weight, kind of like, um, what Tyrod Taylor was doing in Cleveland with Baker Mayfield and in uh, Los Angeles with Justin Herbert. So yeah, he was in Houston last year. Yeah. So that's going to be the role uh, for Trubisky and, and Tyrod here with New York and Pittsburgh. Man, Tom would be just on another level here if, uh, if he was on today about Trubisky. Well, I think uh, Trubisky's situation is slightly different than Tyrod's in that I feel like he has m- much more of a fighting chance to be the number one guy week one than Tyrod Taylor does. Well, I mean, th- that was part of the reason why, I mean, Trubisky had offers from the Giants and Pittsburgh on the table, and he ch- chose Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh was able to offer him the starting gig right away. Which is weird because apparently Mason Rudolph was told he would be the starter. Yeah, so- well, that was before they got Mitch Trubisky. But... <laughs> um I think it is very uh it is a very similar situation especially for next season if if either team wants to go out and draft a quarterback next year if that's how they choose to do it they can still start you can still start Trubisky have him play he's been in the league for a little longer he can still give some tips to whatever rookie you have and then you can allow your guy to sit for a little bit while you figure out the rest of the team and same with the Giants if they end up drafting somebody you can ship off Daniel Jones or just not resign him and then uh, have that guy sit for a little bit and let him develop a little more. Uh, real quick before we get to more, I mean, there are other moves based on uh, that were re-signings. Arizona gives Zach Ertz a three-year contract. Minnesota gives Kirk Cousins a one-year extension. Uh I mean, Kirk Cousins is just being rewarded for mediocrity as he has been basically his entire career. It's kind of crazy. He's made well over $200 million guaranteed. His agent should be in the Hall of Fame. He really should be. There are a couple of agents that should be in the Hall of Fame. Chase Daniels, the other one. Yeah. Uh, so I just have the ESPN like transaction log in front of me. So let's go through them. Uh, Texans sign, re-signed Anthony O'Claire and Terrence Brooks and claimed Reggie Rob- Robinson off waivers from Dallas. <laughs> That's a big, big time Houston move. Big time. Um, the first move 
first couple moves here the Jaguars made. They signed a Luacon to a three-year contract, which I love. Uh, former sixth-round pick has really started to come to his own in Atlanta. They did not have the desire to resign him at 15 mil a year like Jacksonville did, so he goes down to Jacksonville. They signed uh, Brandon Sheriff to a five-year contract, was it? Three. Three-year uh, in the 50s? Uh, I think it was three years 50 with 40 guaranteed, I yeah. think. Yeah, he's a really good offensive lineman. And when it comes to protecting Trevor Lawrence, it, it, you can't spend too much money in that regard. You need to protect him if you want to give him a chance, especially with these new wide receivers. They went out and signed, and we'll get to in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, another a big piece. And couple that with franchise tagging Cam Robinson. Uh, it makes you wonder. They sit currently one in the NFL draft. Does it potentially take them out of the offensive lineman target when it comes to drafting? I would think so. Right, like that. I don't know. You throw somebody like an Evan Neal into that mix, and your offensive line is pretty much set. Yeah. Uh, next, we got AJ Boye released by the Carolina Panthers. I, I, I don't understand okay. why. <laughs> Deshaun Watson. That's why. And we'll get to him in a bit here because uh, it looks like he's going to be heading to the NFC South. Eight and a half minutes left in the Brooklyn game. Kyrie's got 60. That's crazy. So it looks like Deshaun behind the NFC South. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, The Cardinals, while they do say goodbye to Chase Edmonds, he signed with the Miami Dolphins. James Conner returning to Arizona on a three-year contract. They also re-signed Colt McCoy to a two-year contract. Um, Just, you know, taking care of some business there in Arizona. James Conner had a great year. You have to bring back Conner if you're losing Edmonds. So many touchdowns. Was a menace in and around the goal line. Uh, I liked Chase Edmonds as a change of pace back. I was very high on him coming into this year. Uh, but who was behind him? Was it Eno Benjamin? Yes. He proved to be serviceable in the limited role he had last season. And they also have that wide receiver running back hybrid type guy. Is that Rondell Moore? I think so, yeah. Yeah. He also uh, proved to be very serviceable in his limited role. Uh, the Eagles signed Hassan Reddick to a three-year contract. Hassan Reddick going home back to Philly. Uh, he signs with the Eagles, and they were in desperate need of a pass rusher, and Hassan Reddick is going to provide that. Uh, and Reddick was no um, no secret to taking a pay cut no, to go to Philly. No. Uh, it's a division with some weaker offensive lines, especially when you break down what the Cowboys are doing. Uh, Lael Collins seems to be on the way out there. The Giants are still in the process of building their offensive line. And um, – you know, Washington said goodbye to Sheriff, and you don't know how they're going to rebound off of that. That was a major piece of the offensive line. That was the leader on their offensive line. So Hassan Reddick finds a home there. The Jets re-signed Braxton Berrios to a two-year contract. I believe it comes at around $12 million, around that. Yeah, two years, $12 million, and John made it seem like Jerry Rice just got signed by the Jets. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Braxton Berrios, but I'm not going to sit here and say he's a number one wide receiver. He's a number three guy who's very versatile. He can do basically everything from an offensive standpoint and he returns kicks. So he's going to get touches. He's going to get targets. Um, he's what Taysom Hill should be. Yeah. He's good for handoffs, end arounds, reverses, stuff like that. Think of like a discount Debo Samuel type role uh, with significantly yeah. less catching ability. That's, that's what Braxton Barrios basically is. 
Uh, let's keep scrolling through. Skip over the little ones. Yeah, Miami agrees to terms with Chase Edmonds on a two-year contract. They re-signed Emmanuel Ogba to a four-year contract, and they signed Mike Gazeki to a franchise tender. Those all came out at once. I'll say this about the Chase Edmonds one. That came out like five minutes in a free agency. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Noteboom resigned by the Los Angeles Rams, and it's pretty clear, I think, to say he is going to step into the vacant position left by Andrew Whitworth. Whitworth announced his retirement officially. I think yesterday it became officially official. And nobody should be surprised by that. No, uh, 40 years old, finally got his Super Bowl. But, you know, if you ask people around the Rams facility, if you ask Andrew Whitworth himself, uh, Note Boom is a very capable offensive lineman who does possess the ability to step into that role. Saints just extended Bradley Roby. Okay. There, I mean, all of these NFC South teams are basically on watch until a Deshaun Watson move gets made. It's that Spider-Man meme. And again, we will get to it. Uh, Mo Ali Cox re-signed three-year contract with Indianapolis. This news comes a couple days after the retirement of Jack Doyle. So Mo Ali Cox's uh, position within the organization increases that much. They still don't have a quarterback. I uh, expect that to get settled here within the next couple of days, especially if Deshaun goes to Atlanta. I do believe they become a prime target for Matt Ryan. But Mo Ali Cox returning. Uh, Titans re-signed Jeff Swain, a Swain to a one-year contract. They also re-signed Ben Jones. Not a lot is is known about Ben Jones. Now, I'm a big Ben Jones fan, former center for the New York Giants. Um, Not a guy I wanted to see go a couple years ago. He's very serviceable. He's about as serviceable as you can get with a center. Uh, So he extends for two years down there in Tennessee. And there's your Saffold replacement, too. Yeah. And now we get to Green Bay, who's trying to free up cap space because Devontae Adams made it perfectly clear he is not going to play under the franchise tag this season. They released Zadarius Smith and Billy Turner. They signed Preston Smith to a contract extension and then re-signed Devondre Campbell to a five-year contract. But two big names they released, Zadarius Smith and Billy Turner. Yeah, that's that's the top guy on Minnesota's watch list right now is Zadarius Smith. Uh, if the Giants had more money, I would say Billy Turner is a target, but uh, Joe Shane made it pretty much clear to uh, all pending free agents that they didn't have really any money to get things done uh, as they currently sit over the cap. <laughs> Next, Alex Anzalone resigns with Detroit. Uh, Detroit made a slew of resignings. Uh, Anzalone probably being the biggest one, although Tracy Walker does go to Detroit on a three-year contract. They resigned Kelly Freeman too, right? Um, not that I see here. Okay, because I... That might have been today then. Uh, After giving Jarvis Landry permission to seek a trade, the Cleveland Browns, following the trade for Amari Cooper, uh, have decided to cut Jarvis Landry. So he was released. Uh, Team's interested in him. I know the Kansas City Chiefs are very interested to give Mahomes another target. Yeah, Uh, Makes sense. Listen, they were in heavy on uh, Juju Smith-Schuster last Mm -hmm. offseason. I haven't seen the same level of interest there. I've seen Philly big into him. But, um, yeah, so they just wanted to give Patrick Mahomes as many targets as humanly possible. And New Orleans and Buffalo. Would be a great addition. Uh, Saints Buffalo, and I mean, yeah. it's clear. It's clear. He wants to chase a ring. And, you know, Buffalo and KC are the best two places, at least in the AFC, to do that. What do we got next? We got Alex Kappa, uh, guard, signing with the Cincinnati Bengals. They signed Ted Karras to a three-year contract and then re-signed B.J. Hill, who I love to a three-year contract extension. But the big name there is Kappa. I, I mean, that was another Don, one. 12-0, Don from Tampa. 
1201. Yeah. Like, uh, there's no way you did that deal. No, in one minute. In, in one minute. Cincinnati going into the offseason on a clear mission. Yeah. And that's beefing up that offensive line. And the BJ Hill trade for Billy Price, I think that's a that's probably Gettleman's last big loss. Yeah. Yeah, it's up there. Like that that's a that's, that's up a there. tough loss. That's up there. But yeah, I mean it's get linemen and protect Joe Burrow in Cincy. Ted Karras comes in too. He's he's an offensive lineman. Um and it's not like one year fixes, not one year plug in place. They're getting guys for the long haul. I mean, Kappa signs a four year contract with Cincinnati. So, and they got draft pick too. Yeah. Uh, the Chicago Bears signed Larry Obenjobi to a three year contract. He was coming from Cincinnati, right? I believe so. Yeah. So lose a piece there for Cincinnati, but uh, I, it, it changes a little bit Cincinnati's, you know, draft strategy. Especially in rounds two through four, I believe, because maybe you don't you, you don't need another offensive lineman. You're making these moves, so maybe you go D lineman, cornerback, maybe cornerback, so you don't have to throw Eli Apple out there anymore. Uh, the Bills signed Roger Saffold to a contract that comes after they released John Feliciano, who is going to New York, the Giants, and uh, they released another one. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Yeah, they released somebody else, but for our fantasy perspective, uh, J.D. McKissick. Yeah, they do bring in J.D. McKissick, who's going to be running back one up there. We are going to have some fun with that in fantasy next I love that move. Uh, I I hate because Washington apparently was in love with him, but they they didn't make a bigger push to resign him. They made no push to sign him. Yeah. They didn't make an offer at all. They're kind of sitting and waiting, which is – you know, especially with the trade for Carson Wentz, you know, it made them seem like they're in a position to strike now. You would think they'd be very active here in the first couple days of free agency, but no, sir. Um, According to Tony Pauline of Pro Football Network, uh, Baker Mayfield's preferred destination in the trade is the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see if he actually gets traded because – it makes the relationship between the front office and Baker Mayfield that much more awkward since they went to go talk to Deshaun Watson. What was it yesterday? Today. Today? Yeah. And the Browns are now out on Deshaun Watson, it seems. Okay, so they made an offer. Yeah. And the, the way the process has been for Watson is you make an offer if they approve the package, then it's up to Watson to choose. So they're out. Houston, it was pretty evident. Didn't want to trade him in the AFC South one. So Indy, that took Indy out because Indy made an offer too. Didn't even really want to trade him in the AFC. So that really took Cleveland out of it. Marcus Williams signs a five-year contract today with the Baltimore Ravens. A very good move for the Ravens bringing in Williams. Uh, Adds to that defense. Uh, What else here? We haven't even gotten to the Jaguar stuff yet. They're not up on ESPN's website for some reason. Chase Daniel resigned. <laughs> People just keep giving that man money for doing nothing. The best backup in the league. A move that went under the radar today. James White resigned a two-year, $5 million contract with New England. Yeah, they brought uh, Matthew Slater back too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? These are everything official coming through. So there's 
Oh, yeah. Khalif Raymond did resign today. And there's Aaron Rodgers' contract coming through. So I want to talk about a couple teams here because you got the Jacksonville Jaguars who made a slew of moves. A lot of them didn't seemingly make sense. It made sense from a positional point of view, but the money doesn't match up. Uh, They paid through the nose for Christian Kirk. From the outside looking in, you break down the contract a little bit. They can kind of just shed him after two years, and there really wouldn't be any penalty for it. But But still. They beef up their wide receiver core with Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. And Evan Ingram, who's going to play a slot tight end hybrid. And a lot of money for yeah. Christian Kirk and just Zay Jones. And today they released, what, Miles Jack? Yeah, they call Miles Jack for yeah. this. And I'm a, I'm a huge Miles Jack fan. If Trevor Lawrence doesn't show significant improvement. You got to be, well, I mean, <laughs> you're in trouble. It's easy to say that, but like you needed a number one wide receiver, and you had like I heard they were interested in Allen Robinson. I heard they still are, which doesn't make any sense. Well, Chenault's on the block. Yeah, which again, with the sense, it doesn't make any. Um, they're they're putting Trent Balky is putting together a very interesting roster, <laughs> to say the least, down in Jacksonville. Byron Leftwich didn't want to come to this. And rightfully so, but Doug Peterson. Uh, let's talk to Sean. Because it's between three teams, Atlanta, Carolina, and New Orleans. He's willing to waive his no-trade clause to go to any uh, one of those places. Hey, Tom, I heard a rumor today. Tony, you want to feel better? Ducks just scored. No, the Rangers just scored. Oh, did they really? Yes, I'm okay, watching. Then, the I, then, my, then my app might be behind. So, Deshaun Watson today. Uh, it came out that he's between those three teams. And it's going to come down to where he wants to waive his no-trade clause and go. I heard a rumor that he could be looking to meet up with uh, Allen Robinson and one other person. I forget who. In Atlanta. If he goes to Atlanta, do you think that brings him to a playoff spot? That's a good question. Makes my uh, Kyle Pitts in the Dynasty League a lot more valuable. Oh, yeah. yeah, It definitely adds the value. Any wide receiver. Well, Kyle Pitts is a tight end. Well, the thing thing is, Zach, Hmm. right now, Atlanta's receiving core, besides Kyle Pitts, is pretty damn empty. Yeah, it's Oscar Zachuas. It's Olamide Zachuas. I forgot, didn't they? Yeah, they got rid of a few people. I will have all of you know Kyle Pitts is listed as a tight end, okay? Yeah, I know, but he's not one. Receiving, wide receiver. He is a tight end. He's a tight end as much as Evan Ingram was a tight end. Yeah. Only he can catch. That man's a receiver. You don't put tight ends in one-on-one coverage on the outside. (laughs) I understand, but I get to put him in the tight end slot every week. Yeah. I've watched Taysom Hill get put in the tight end slot. Don't, Don't preach. Uh, but it looks like Cordell Patterson's not coming back. Um, Apparently the Jets want another running back. I don't think they'd be a playoff team, Atlanta. No? I think last they'd be fringe. Team? What was their record last year? Let me check. Well, they have the eighth overall pick in the draft. That, yeah, well, that'd be going. <laughs> yeah. If you got Deshaun. You wouldn't well, I mean, just for, like, where, you know, what the record was. Which means they were a little bit better than the Bears. A little bit worse than Seattle. Uh, a little bit worse than Denver. At the moment, um, they were seven and ten. I think if you have Deshaun Watson, you're a positive. Uh, what was the? I mean, what, what, 
bottom seed in the playoffs. What was their record? What was Philly's record? Nine and eight. Yeah, nine and eight. So is Deshaun Watson you're, worth you're a two to three game swing? You're yeah, I was about to say. I think Deshaun brings you to a ten and seven, and you and you creep in. Yeah, but in a real year, that might not be creeping in. You know, in a year where two NFC East teams don't make the playoffs. Although we have a lot of teams leaving. You have a lot of like good players, specifically quarterbacks, leaving the NFC. Yeah. So Kyrie is left with 60 points and the Nets with a 40-point win. Deshaun Watson definitely puts them ahead of the Eagles. The Eagles have been crazy quiet on the Deshaun Watson front. Too quiet. Like they possess three first-round picks this year. And I know that's the asking price, like the starting price for Deshaun Watson. They might believe strongly in uh, Jalen Hurts, I guess. I haven't heard that. Oh. What do you As think a Giants that? fan, I would love for them to just say, hey, we're going to trade for Matt Ryan. Like, that'd be beautiful. <laughs> well, yeah. Any, any, you already, you already got one. You already got Carson Wentz back in the division. Don't get greedy now. I'll <laughs> get greedy if I want. The Giants <laughs> have won, like, what, 10 games last two years? Yeah, like twenty the last five. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'll get greedy if I want. What, what's the boat trip record? It's on our Insta. It's not good. It's not updated either. Um, no, I, and I updated it. So you have, I mean, if Deshaun Watson goes to Atlanta, Matt Ryan is going to be the next quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. There's no doubt in my mind. There is no doubt in my mind. I, I've already heard that steam picking up. And Deshaun Watson is still under contract with the Houston Texans. <laughs> like they're already kicking the tires, Indianapolis. The Ravens have signed Morgan Moses to a three-year, fifteen million dollar contract. How about the whole Randy Gregory situation? That's wild. It's five years, seventy mil from Dallas. Turns around, spurs Dallas, and gets the same exact contract with Denver. Apparently, Jerry Jones is livid. Oh, yeah, I sent that in the uh, the group chat. Because he was the one, like, personally making the calls to Randy Gregory. And I, <laughs> listen, I don't think Randy Gregory is worth five years, 70 mil. And I know Dallas now has shifted their interest to Von Miller because of Randy Gregory. But I, I just why, – why are we giving Randy Gregory 70 mil? Dallas is making questionable decisions as is. I mean, Leo Collins is gone. They gave Michael Gallup massive money for being the third best receiver on that team. Now, now second best. Nothing. Now second best. Mark Cooper's gone for nothing. Yep. They lose Cedric Wilson. He goes to Miami. I think that's a great fit down there in Miami. He's going to thrive in Mike McDaniels. Here's our board, Xavier Johnson, dude. I don't know if you're watching the Indian. I'm not, I'm not watching. Thank you for interrupting for that. Sorry. Lost Connor Williams, too. The NFC East is just... I mean, the Giants, you're handcuffed to what you can do because you're in salary cap hell. But, I, I mean, Dallas. The saddest part is you are at the point where I'm looking at the NFC East and thinking to myself, gee, there's a legit shot the Eagles could win this division. Yeah. I mean, Dallas is taking clear steps backwards. The easy thing to do, and it, I think if you asked... 32 NFL GMs, I think probably 25, 26 would do this. The easy thing to do 
is to cut Ezekiel Elliott, roll with mm-hmm. Tony Pollard as your running back one, and be able to keep – I would let Gallup walk too – and be able to keep Amari Cooper and Cedric Wilson. Because the and presence extend- of Amari Cooper and Cedric oh. Wilson is better than the presence of just Michael Gallup. Well, you also have to extend all the shots. Worst case scenario, though, he plays under the tag. Worst case. Which could happen now. And really, a Dalton Schultz extension, what, what could that possibly look like? Because under, ta- under the tag, you'd get, what, 10 and change? Well, I will also tell you that Evan Ingram got $9 million. I understand, but it's for a one-year contract. So I would give – I would Dalton Schultz, if you want to up – if you want to raise from the tag, 11. Uh, yeah. I was going to say – 11 seems my, fair. My other argument was Uzama got eight. Uzama getting eight is strange because I don't think he's worth that. And John was adamant saying that he they didn't overpay. But Tyler Higby is better than CJ Uzama, and Tyler Higby's making less than him. Might just be the tight end market these days. It might be. Inflation's hitting everywhere. It might be hitting free agency too. What what are they gonna do about a tight end in Cincy? Gerald Everett? Sample? Gerald Everett's a free agent. Yeah. But I mean CJ Ozawa called for under 500 yards last year. You could always draft a uh, tight end. CJ Ozawa's only had like two seasons where he's close to 500 yards. And he had more than two touchdowns for the first time in like three years last year. I sent this in the group chat, but I'll say it here too. Uh, It's amazing what going to the Super Bowl will do to value. Yeah. Jets fans won't tell you they're thinking it because – there's no way they'd admit it. But I guarantee you there's Jets fans thinking if Joe Burrow could do this in the second year, why can't Zach Wilson? The same way Joe there's Burrow. indie fans looking at Matt Ryan saying he could be this year's Matt Stafford. Who's the Jets receiver going to be? Exactly. Wasn't, well, I was under the impression that they are going to get a uh, receiver. Yeah, some Jet fans, they were getting Allen Robinson and Amari Cooper. <laughs> I'm telling, dude, I'm telling Jets fans, they do not like to hear it. They they dodged a bullet on Amari Cooper because I do not think he can make it in this league as a wide receiver one on a team so depleted at wide receiver like the Jets are. I think you would see a lot of what he was his last couple days in Oakland. You know, I, 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 I people do not like to hear that the Jets dodge a bullet when I think they do. It's easy to say that we need a wide receiver looking at what their wide receiver situation currently is because it's not good at all. But I think they dodged the bullet, personally. Ovi just passed Yager on the all-time goals list. Oh, he scored tonight? Yep, just scored. So he's third all-time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and John had some very interesting takes about Amari Cooper. But I see where he's coming from. <sighs> yeah, I... You need, it, you need a wide app. Yes. Paying Amari Cooper $20 million a year is not the solution. A, a lot of Jet fans, like wanted to go out and get a number one and didn't want to go the whole let's develop a number one route through the draft. I think they really want a Calvin Ridley. Yeah, now that that dream's dead, at least for this year. But let draft a wide receiver. Let him and Zach Wilson basically grow together. Why do I think Juju's going to be a Jet? And they're going to use him as like a wide receiver one? Because that's not going to work. I haven't I've seen that. that. Yeah, I know, but... That doesn't work. That sounds good. I know it doesn't work, but 
I could see them doing it. If that were to happen, they would they would force feed him the ball. Like he would have some inflated numbers, but his targets would be crazy. Is that it for football? Can we move to baseball? Uh, my boys, my boys signed Jordan Hicks. I like Jordan Hicks. Did we talk about Tom Brady coming out of retirement? Oh, we did not mention. Oh, that. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. So Tom, Tom Brady, Brady about him. Yeah, he came uh, out of retirement. Said he retired in the Super Bowl. You can Bowl. tell we're all thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like two days ago, came out and was like, "You know what, guys? Never mind." Zach, it's I not. Have- it's not that we're all not interested. I like Tom Brady. I think it cool. feels like we just all saw this coming after the talk yeah. the last week. And I have that's a feeling, what it is. I have a feeling that like this is my theory on it is that uh, Tom Brady he was not going to retire, and then that news broke that he was going to retire, and then he was probably like, ah, fuck it, I'll just go with it, and then knowing that within a month or two he would probably just come out of retirement. I feel like that's like they just ruined his moment to retire, so he's like, all right, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ruin it for that. Stick around, yeah. Zach, we've seen this movie before. Is the thing too? I yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we played like three more years. I can see it. He's never gonna go away. I hope he wins another Super Bowl. I well, know. I think it's just because he guaranteed till forty five, and he's forty five. Oh, well, and he just wants to get that one extra year, and so he can retire in forty five, like he guaranteed. Keep his word. From what I've seen, though, <laughs> of LeBron James, that's not real. You nope. keep saying that. Why? That was ball sacks on, on saw, Twitter. I no, I don't. I don't follow anything on Twitter. I don't go on Twitter. No, no, no. But that's who on broke ESPN. that news. It was ball sack sports. Oh, I don't know. I saw it on on Instagram. It was ESPN. I'm pretty sure. I don't think it was ESPN. No, I want Brady to play at least this something. year. I don't I want follow Brady to play this year and one more because that way I can buy my Brady creamsicle jersey. Yeah. He's gotta he's gotta make it to at least that because I mean he put out that merch where he, he was the pirate. He has to make it to the creamsicle. <laughs> One more year. We're getting we're getting as of right now. We're getting I'm three really. great throwback jerseys. Well, I mean, I could see him if he plays past next season, I could see him leaving because his contract's up. Yeah. I could <laughs> see him going to uh to San Fran finally. The Browns are on their way back from Houston after meeting with Deshaun Watson. Didn't work. <laughs> According to Nate Ulrich. Everything I've heard didn't work. No, but we're getting three great throwbacks next. Uh, not this season, but the season after. The Creamsicle, Pat the Patriot, mm. and Tony's favorite. We're getting those old Seahawk throwbacks. Thank God. It's about time. They agreed. I love all of those. Yeah, because they changed the – well, you can this year. But the uh, the shortages and the supply chain issues. Well, it shouldn't. The rule change shouldn't have affected the Seahawks anyway. It's the same color helmet. Yeah. I think the Oilers one's coming back too. Oh really? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Brady is it was a sham retirement. (laughs) Just stole the headlines for a couple weeks. Basically forced Ali Marpet into retirement. Because Ali Marpet said, there's no need for me to stick around if he's not going to be here. And all even if he sudden, wanted to come back, Tampa couldn't afford him. All of a sudden, now you're getting Russell Gage now coming to uh Which to is Tampa. a good complimentary yeah. receiver. Yeah. That's a good number three behind uh, Evans and Godwin. If Whenever Godwin's eligible, like ready to play because of his knee. 
No, I'm hyped for Jordan Hicks, though. Man's a beast. All right, Zachary. Yes, sir. Uh, you had fears of Freddie Freeman going to the Dodgers. Yeah, I did. Um, Not I have Matt Olson in your division for the next eight years. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> and you could tough. still have Freddie Freeman on the Dodgers. Well, I think he's going to go to Toronto, and that would be amazing. That'd be awful. That'd be <laughs> destructive. Probably Boston's in on him now. Who? Boston. Oh, I did see that on MLB. Yeah, if I was any team, I'd jump in because I feel like if this was like far and away the Dodgers, it'd be done by now. Incarcerated Bob just tweeted. That's out tough that. though because they're paying a lot of people. I don't know if they don't give two my- shits. I don't know. Hey, hey guys! Incarcerated Bob just tweeted out the shush emoji. For for what? Just just tweeted out the shush emoji. For what? What's happening? I don't know. Okay, then why would you say it if you don't know anything's happening? He just tweeted out because incarcerated Bob knows shit. So, so with uh, the Freddie Freeman situation, it it seems like the the like names of the teams that were quote unquote interested in him that got leaked somehow, like Boston and uh, Toronto, Tampa. And Tampa. All those teams seem to be targeting the Yankees and trying to make the Yankees up their offer. Like going, hey, look, everyone who's in your division in your area is trying to get Freddie Freeman too. give us a better offer and we'll take you instead. I don't think that's what it is. I think those teams are legitimately interested in Freddie Freeman because they all have openings at first base. Yeah. Well, that's what they were saying on the fan today, and I was hoping they're right. Yeah, I don't think Yeah, because they were looking for a way to make it about New York. Yeah, because <laughs> the fan is from get this New York. Damn right. It, well, I mean, oh, it, it's, it's from the. No, it is. What? New what are York. you talking about? The <laughs> one I was listening to, but there are fan radio stations in Philly and Boston, and yeah, yeah. But the fan we were you were listening, listening to, WFAN six sixty or one hundred one nine. One hundred one nine. That's New York. Is New York? <laughs> Who's listening to AM radio? That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> You're giving me the AM frequency. Well, yeah, I, I remember I remember listening to 660 before they had 1019. Yeah. But yeah, Boston has a first baseman opening. That would be uh I, that, that'd be a good trade. The Jays do, they just gotta move Guerrero to third. Which is his natural position. Yeah. Yeah. And uh because I heard five teams. I heard I, I heard the Rays made an offer. Before the lockout, I love that. But it was like it was a big money offer, but it was like a raise big money offer, so yeah. it really wasn't. But you know, Yankees, Dodgers, and I, I'm telling you, if it was the Dodgers, it'd be done already. But and then the Jays and the Sox. And I saw on MLB tonight, Correa is more than likely like uh, they're going to offer a big contract Houston to Correa again. Though I feel like it'd be done by now. Somebody's waiting for something to happen. Mm. I think they're still in on Correa. Because Correa is going to trigger Story, yeah, and then Freeman's going to trigger Rizzo. I mean, if I were the Yankees, if you knew you were out of Freeman by now, I would just sign Rizzo. And the Cubs are talking to Rizzo too. Yeah, I mean, if you're the Yankees and you have all these fans going, you know, oh, they're soft now. Oh, when George was here, he would have never let any of this shit happen. The last year would have been an embarrassment. Everybody would have been out. They would have 
gone out and signed everybody in free agency because they're the Yankees and they spend money. If you're tired of listening to that, just go out and get Freeman. You have the money. You're the I Yankees. don't think they're tired of listening to that at all. No. You don't think because you, you look at the way care? Yankees have built teams, it, it hasn't been through free agency. No, it's through the draft. It's not. Through the draft. Talent. Yeah. And they have a pretty big looming issue with one of their drafted players. I mean, they got to get Aaron Judge an extension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, I think, is priority number one. But, like... It's not like they have a bad team anyway. Like No. They, I, they probably have, the like, a 95-win team sitting here. Yeah. And you, you get the addition of Donaldson and IKF from Minnesota. I mean, you finally get Sanchez out, which out. is yeah, I, very so, important. That was that was key this offseason. And it was well losing you had to lose your fella to do it. Well, yeah, I mean, that's but, not that that's not that huge of a loss. IKF is better yeah. defensively than Urshela. That's and not that big it looked like Urshela was gonna be playing shortstop anyway. But I I, I don't think Hal Steinbrenner and Cashman are losing sleep over what the fans are saying because at the end it means fans. They're always this way. Yeah. But New York, it's yeah. The Yankees have never listened to what the fans. I'm a big believer in Anthony Volpe. I really am, and I don't think he's a this year thing. I think you're going to see him this year, but I don't think he's a this year thing. I think he's more next year. So IKF is the perfect segue into Anthony Volpe at shortstop, and I'm fine with rolling. I would like a first baseman. That's the thing I would like the most. A left-handed hitting first baseman. I, I'll take Rizzo. I, I think Rizzo's fine. He didn't do constructs. terrible with the guys. No. But... That means you can get rid of Luke Voigt and go get a starting pitcher. Then you're really then you're really okay. I would like an outfielder, but I'm not going to beg for one. Because I know Jason Dominguez is coming. I just don't know when. So, I would stay with it by 2023 at least. Yeah. And so you roll with, let's say, Rizzo at first. Second, you got DJ. Short, you got IKF. And then at third, you have yeah, Josh Donaldson. And then to back any single one of them up, you have Gliber Torres. Yeah, that's solid. Let's say IKF gets hurt. You can move DJ to second because he plays any position. And then just move, uh, DJ to short, and then you move Gliber to second. Or if your first baseman gets hurt, DJ LeMay, who's also your backup first baseman. Now, we're... What they're going to do with catcher is interesting. I know they're high on Austin Wells, but I don't think he's ready yet. I don't think he's even remotely close to ready. He's had a pretty good here early camp from what I've heard, but I don't think he's ready. So, I I mean, I'm not panicking about it. If they rolled in with this team, it's basically the same team from two years ago. I'm not upset about it. I think Gliber can return to that form we saw prior to the COVID year. Slumps happen. They happen. Still a young guy, too. It's not like he's yeah. a veteran. He's a highly, he was a highly touted prospect for a reason. You're going to give up on him because of one year? Yeah, no. I don't think he's a shortstop where the Yankees almost tried to force him into. He's not a, he's not a shortstop. I, I don't – shouldn't be panicking. Just let it – just let it, let it go. Zach, we have a shortstop that's on a 10-year, $341 million contract. Says he's very happy and excited for next season. Yep. I mean. Yeah, that'll last about 30 games. As long as he plays well. 
And then I, I, uh, uh, who was a Brett Batty got a, he's the top third base prospect uh, in the majors. He was just declared. I saw earlier. Mm. Mets third baseman. Ooh. 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 <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm not panicking. There's no need to panic. If they trade Lou Voigt without an, 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 an answer at first base, yeah, then there's a reason to panic. I don't want to see DJ LeMay, who's my everyday first base. That's who Aaron Boone said was going to be the starter at uh, first base was uh, Luke Voigt. Which, I mean, yeah. Duh. <laughs> the, the first baseman on your roster is going to be your starting first baseman. I mean, that is such groundbreaking yeah. stuff there from Aaron Boone. That's that's the Aaron Boone special, gentlemen. But, I mean. There hasn't been, like, huge deal, like, you know. No, everybody's waiting on Freeman. Matt yeah. Olson just got oh, traded yeah. for 2, 3, 9, and 14, Zach. Well, Matt Olson. Oh yeah. Well, no, I'm saying like oh. the biggest free agents that we're, we want to get signed. They haven't really been moving at all. Freeman, Correa. And it's uh, what everybody's waiting for. Yeah. I did see a... Oh, fuck. Who was it? I forget. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, like... Can't wait for people to think their internet went out during that bit of silence. Yeah. <laughs> trying to find it. What like what like do you know a team? No. Okay. Okay. So you're coming you're into just, this with nothing. So you're just saying stuff. You're just I had it, but I lost it. You had it and you lost it. Yeah. Happened. Oh no, Siegenthaler's out tonight. For what? Non-COVID illness. Oh. Lame. But, I mean, there's big names out there. Rizzo is out there, but he and, you know, he waits for Freeman. And Trevor Story's out there. He's a big name. He waits for Correa. I, and who knows? They might be waiting on one another. So, like, Correa might be waiting on Freeman, or Freeman might be waiting on Correa for some reason. I, I don't know. Especially if like two of the same team are interested, you know that could be why Correa is waiting because Freddie Freeman hasn't signed, and once Freddie Freeman doesn't sign, it could be like, well, okay, that could open up money for me at the Yankees, or vice versa. Hmm. The Yankees with Correa, huh? Yeah, why not? Why not? Why wouldn't not? hurt. It wouldn't hurt. No, no. That's a team that signed Roger Clemens who at the time was the most hated fucking player in New York. Yeah. Oh, we got uh, three of our four rebounds from Jeffries. That's good. All right, well, that's going to wrap this episode. We've done R.I.P. Scott Hall. We've done all football and baseball that we can do. Why, I don't get why nothing is happening in baseball. I, I thought it would be like I thought it'd be done right. by now. I thought it'd be done yeah. by last Friday. I feel like by the time like the end of this weekend, after the first two like spring training games have started, I feel like they're gonna want to start getting the contracts out of the way, at least to the top guys. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't make any sense. 
But that's going to be yeah. the end of this episode. R.I.P. Scott Hall. Tough loss for the wrestling world. Yeah, he passed away after being taken off life support, what, yesterday? Today? 60, 63. Uh, huge, huge, huge loss. Um, essentially put WCW on the map. Yeah, tough, tough loss for the wrestling community. Do you want a do you want a cool Scott Hall story, Tone? So his character in the WWE was based off Tony Montana and Scarface, and apparently Vince never saw the movie. That's what he like didn't know. Yeah, so he just thought Hall was making it up on the spot. I must have thought he was the most brilliant man. Oh, and that's what he said. He thought he was a genius. And he's like, yeah, go ahead, do this. All right, well, that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, every episode of the 20 Men Sports Podcast available in Ring It's Your Podcast. We're still on Freddie Freeman Watch. I said it was going to be done by last Friday. It's still not. Um, so hopefully it'll be done by this Friday. One would think. And we will see you this Friday for an episode of Too Many Men.